Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. And I put the recording Recorded on. Recorded live. So I put the recording on. I did figure out how to do that. Thank God for that. And um, we're going to go ahead and get into the word. Like I say, I'm Pastor Shirley Kane for When to Walk to Jesus Ministries. And I hope that this word on tonight blesses you. And tonight we're going to start off with our scripture reading coming from Acts, the third chapter, the second through the eighth verse. And it said, a man who was lame from birth was carried there and placed every day at the temple gate called Beautiful, so he could beg from those entering the temple complex. When he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple complex, he asked for help. Peter, along with John, looked at him intently and said, look at us. So he turned to them, expecting to get something from them. But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. And then taking him by the right hand, he raised him up, and at once his feet and ankles became strong. So he jumped up, he stood, and started to walk. He entered the temple complex with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Ain't that something? Ain't that a blessing? That's a miracle. That's a, a choice that you make. And in order to have something or to move into the next phase of your life, you got to be willing to take that chance. You got to be willing to trust that it will work out for you. So, what I want to talk about tonight is a touch from God. A touch from God. Now, as I read this chapter, it starts to unfold, and I could not help but to wonder why people that are going into the temple did not recognize this man's real needs. Was it because he was a bum or a beggar? Was it because he was crippled or he was blind? Was it because he didn't look a certain way? Uh, was it because... He was sitting at the gate begging. Was it because he was lame and crippled and maybe he was not allowed into the temple? Because right now, today, there are many churches that allow certain people in their congregation, believe it or not. And if you don't fit the criteria, you are escorted out by security or police. See, we see those so-called Christians looking all holy and some of them snobbish in their body language going into the church. Many have not spoken or acknowledged God all week, and they set aside this day just for that purpose. Well, okay, someone may, may uh, say I don't sound Christian-like, but what I am doing, I'm calling it for what it is. I'm not condemning nobody. I'm just merely bringing to our attention of what fruits that we are operating in. 
I am <clears throat> I am also questioning are we in a relationship with God or are we perpetrators trying to prove something to those that got us on their radar? But either way, we have to be careful because you just might be a candidate for Matthew 7.22 where it says on that day many will say to the Lord, did we prophesy in your name? Did we sing in the choir? Did we uh, usher? Did we um, do the work of the Lord? Did we um, uh, help the church to uh, look good? But what he's going to say is, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. That is God's word, and that is not my word, because no one bothered to help this man, even offer for him to go into the temple. And regardless of his condition, regardless if he was not good enough or if he was worthy to go or not, somebody should have attempted to help this lame man into that temple. Well, you did have a few of them notice him and gave him money. It looks so familiar to me in our society of the day because uh, those that say they are Christian and they love Jesus, they talk the talk, but they cannot walk the walk. Many have the concept of attending church, but not the concept of living in the word of God. They are hearers of the words, but they're not doers of the word. And, and do we really think we're doing God a favor by going to church? and not changing in our worldly ways, we're continuing to have hate in our, our spirit. We have unforgiving hearts. We're backbiting our friends and whoever else come uh, before us. We're jealous of someone annoying or someone correcting or convicting your spirit. Sometimes we can be just downright ugly in our spirit. And, and it's because nothing is being fixed in our life that's broken. And we have deep-rooted issues, and, and then we want to blame others to be the cause for it. But we do realize that God gives us choices. God gives us his word. God has given us wisdom. God gives you power and authority to tread over serpents and scorpions. And he has given you his mercy, his grace, and his will. But so many of us hide behind our mess and think no one sees who we really are. But I'm telling you this day, God gave his prophets to be seers of man, uh, of their hearts, as well as he see it first and will uncover it all. What you think you have gotten, what you think you have gotten comfortable with thinking, you have padded the truth about yourself, and it will not unravel. And see, we can go on pretending that our life is all together and, and don't care to be delivered from those things that are against God. And those things are the same thing that cause you to be crippled and lame in your love for God. So the question I pose is, what are we seeking attending church and coming out still broken? No peace in your spirit. No compassion for your brothers and sisters. Nobody better not question us about our relationship with God because that is very offensive because I want you to believe that I'm holier than thou. I want you to believe that I'm a real true Christian. Don't question me about who I am and what I am. Don't question me about who I'm serving. 
And I think that we just need a touch from God to help us to be delivered, to help us to come out of our bondage, to set us free as captives of the enemy. But see, oftentimes we ignore God in the same way when we allow selfish attitudes and disobedience to cause us to do whatever we desire in our own strength. We oftentimes want praises as though we are important in our service. Uh, We are important in our position in the church. And a lot of times we serve in our position. Then we go and we gossip about people who attend church. How does Pastor Shirley Kane know? Because I was guilty of it at one time until I learned better. I have also seen and heard it being done as a witness to it. We got to tell the truth and we got to shame the devil. You know, none of us are perfect. All of us is like ideal state. We're dirty, filthy rags. And we will falter. But the thing is, when we falter, we can't stay down. We got to get back up. And we got to shake ourselves off. We got to position ourselves so that we can be pleasing to God. See, because Jesus left his orders as he went back to his father. He said, we are to do the greater works than he done. And the greater works is what? To share the word, to preach the gospel, to share Jesus, and witness the goodness of Jesus. So as we go back to this story about this uh, uh, lame uh, crippled man, whichever one you want to call it, it goes on to say that God touched Peter and John, who was about to enter into the temple. And this crippled man asked them for alms or money. So Peter told him, silver and gold I do not have, but I offer you to get up and walk. See, the touch of God was spoken through the words as Peter spoke to this lame man. This man rose up on his feet and his ankles. He received strength. He started leaping and walked into the temple with Peter and John. And the people in the temple wanted to know what had occurred. When you really don't know Jesus, you can be lame. You can be crippled. You can be blind in your walk with Jesus. And we can miss all the miracles, the promises, and the blessings that God has to offer us. Yes, he's going to wake us up each day, and he's going to give us what's needed to keep us going. But don't you want the extra, abundant, overflow blessings for doing the right thing, for following the order of God, for giving him the glory, and to do all things that's pleasing to him? See, people in the temple, they uh, know it was the power, but they didn't know who power it was. It was the power of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our Father, glorified in servant Jesus, the same Jesus who was delivered to Pilate. When we have been touched by God, our country should work with us. We should be able to help others to rise to their destiny. We should give them hope and speak life in their situation. It doesn't matter if, you, if, if they receive you or not. I struggled with that for years, people rejecting me. People were shutting their ears to me. People running from me when they see me coming. And the Lord had to help me to overcome that weakness. Because when you have been touched by God, you become bold enough to speak the word. You're able to know who you are. And you're not disturbed because no one is listening. But pretend they don't hear you. And you want me to let you in on a secret. Every person that God created, he, always, he also created them 
with a conscious mind. They may act if, if, if it doesn't matter, but in that secret portion of their mind, it matters. You may never see it or know it, but it does seem to them. They become restless in their spirit, and when they see you, it escalates more restlessness. So please do not become weary in your well-being. You should walk and not faint. Tell the Lord thank you for that. Because if you are able to stand, regardless of what wilderness experience or storms that come at you, and you're still able to stand, you're still able to trust in God, you're still able to not look at your circumstances and help somebody else with their circumstances. God will continually bless you. Blessings will flow with no disruption. And our reward will be so great. If you're not fully connected to Jesus, we cannot do the work that Jesus did. That's why you need a touch from God who can teach you the deep things of the Lord just by his presence in your life. This man was leaping and jumping because he had a touch from God, something that no one tried to offer him as they was patching him up. Sometimes if people are not taught the true word of God, they really don't know. And many of us are told how to acquire all the blessings of God, but not that we still have to maintain our soul. So at the end of the day, when you are called to glory, I want you to understand that none of your possessions and riches will go with you, but you still have a soul that has to be maintained. Don't position yourself to lose out. Because Mark 8 and 36 tells us, for what it does, what does it benefit a man to gain the whole world, yet lose his soul? Think about what your soul is worth to you. What the people in the temple witnessed was the power of God, mainly his touch. They were able to witness this man standing before them right before their eyes. He was no longer lame or crippled, but made whole by the touch of God. I want to ask you tonight, do you believe in miracles? Do you believe God can take your crippled life and make you straighten your heart, body, and soul? Many of you listening right this moment, you already have been touched by God. You're not the same person. Second Corinthians 8 and 17 say, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and look, new things have come. You suddenly have a desire to worship him, to praise him, to honor him, and always be connected. I want you to know Jesus will bless you in abundance, and you have testimonies to share and not be ashamed of the gospel. There are many who need a touch from God. There are many who need to hear this message, but they will avoid it as much as possible. I witness it when I post something on Facebook, all the blessings of prosperity get the light. But anything concerning the flaws of their spirit, man, it is not a popular quote. But it's okay because I know one thing for sure. Every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess Jesus is the true and the living God. This message today is to open the eyes blinded by sin. It will strengthen the withered limbs in people's lives. It will cause sin not to be no more in their lives. 
It will mend broken hearts. It will open the door of favor in their lives. It will break yokes of those in bondage and deliver those held captive by sin. It can get you unstuck from the snares of the devil. It can bring life into a dead soul. Get your motor running for nothing but Jesus. It all sounds good to you. It sounds real good to me. But see, the world will never understand that text from God until they experience it for themselves. In order for you to receive, you must surrender your will unto God. You must come to truly know him with the word and not water down doctrine. You must chase after God and not after man. You must live for Jesus Christ, our Lord. Witness his goodness and give him all the praise and the glory like the crippled man ended up doing at the gate of beautiful. Some of the people at the temple, they still may not understand what took place or how did it happen. For one thing, they cannot deny that Jesus is Lord who conquered death. A Savior who loved us so much, he took our place at the cross. Isaiah 53, 5 through 8 said, he was pierced because of our transgression. He was crushed because of our iniquity. Punishment for our peace was on him, and we are healed by his wounds. We all went astray like sheep. We all have turned to our own way, and the Lord has punished him for the iniquity of us all. My encouraging thoughts to you as I close out. Let a touch from God be your confidence when you are in distress, when you're feeling the weight of the world upon you. Because one thing I can assure you of God promised to never leave you nor forsake you. If you believe that, say amen. And I say amen, and God bless you. And I'm going to close out in prayer. And I hope that. This message brought uh, fulfillment to you in your life. And share this, uh, share this, this message with someone who you know that needs Jesus, who you know that's lame in their spirit, who you know that's crippled in the things of the world. Share this message with them and pray for them that they will get it, that they will surrender that they will know who Jesus is when it's all said and done. Father, we thank you for that powerful message that went forth right now. I would like to offer someone Jesus as their Lord and Savior, that Jesus raised from the dead. He's alive and well. He's seated at the right hand of our Father in heaven. Repent right now, my brothers and sisters, from your sins and make the choice to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You will gain eternal life and assurance that there's a place for you in heaven and with God. Will you surrender today? Will you receive his unfailing love? He's waiting on you. And I want you to know tonight that Jesus loves you so very much. He loves you with an ever-loving heart. And you've got to love him back because he will take your life and he will end all of your misery, all the things that you have uh, been going through, he will help you to be able to become that, what he has already purposed in your life. Oh, God, I thank you tonight. I praise you, God. And uh, like I said, the next time that I come on, 
forgive me for not having no music because music does set the pace. And um, I had tried to download some music and I was having a problem. So I am going to have to go to the training and get uh, understanding. But I hope that this message that I gave on tonight still blessed your soul. And I pray that next time will be a better time. And I hope that um, you will join me again on next Tuesday at the same time, uh, 6.30 Eastern time. Um, And I just want you to know God bless you. May God keep you. May his light shine upon you. May the rest of your week be prosperous and blessed and peaceful and loving. And I just want you to know that God loves you so very much. I am Pastor Shirley Kane with When to Walk to Jesus Ministry, the ministry that helped the lost and the hopeless to find their way to Jesus. And I just want you to know that I bless you with the blessing of the Lord. May your household be blessed, your finances and your health. In Jesus' name is my prayer. And I just want to say good night to you and have good sleep. And may God forever bless you in Jesus' name. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.